Welcome to TWW, The Weekly Wheel, where each week the Dharma Wheel rolls and delivers you new content available anywhere at any time in your everyday life. We present a mindfulness service, which has three components. First, meditation. And then we meditate with sound through chanting. You can have your mind wander when you sit in silence, but it's very difficult to wander as you chant. You need to focus on the next character, on your breathing, on the next line. And if you pat yourself on the back too much or become too self-aware, you'll miss a line. And then lastly, we have something called active listening, where we lean into and really listen to the Dharma talk given by our senseis. You could think of silent meditation and sound meditation through chanting as preparatory to get our minds focused and open and clear so we can really listen clearly and really take in the Dharma. And in a sense, it perfumes the mind. The mind is slowly changed as it hears new points of view, new perspectives, and new approaches to dealing with life. It's set up much like an in-person service. It's led, moderated by multiple voices. So you get a variety of opinions, a variety of, of perspectives as you go on your journey. So I hope you will join us now for this mindfulness service presented to you by the people at The Weekly Wheel and the Orange County Buddhist Church. Thank you so much. We will now have seated meditation. Take a moment to see that your back is straight and centered with your shoulders relaxed. If you're in a chair, it's best to sit forward slightly rather than leaning on the chair back and keep your feet flat on the floor. Try keeping your eyes half open, resting the gaze gently downward, without focusing on anything in particular. In the same way, be open to whatever sounds are coming into your ears, whether from inside the room or outdoors. We are not trying to isolate ourselves from the world around us, but rather feel that we're part of that world. If you like, you may count your breaths from one to ten. Inhale deeply, let it all out. Try slowing down your rate of breathing relative to what it would be at other times. We are not trying to think about anything in particular or visualize anything. We simply watch our thoughts come and go.
Please put your hands together in Gasho. Bow. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Naman Dabutsu. Naman Dabutsu. Naman Dabutsu. You may stretch your legs and then please stand. We will now have our standing meditation session. Your upper body is in the same position as for sitting meditation. Straight head and spine, shoulders back, eyes half open, hands comfortably positioned in front. Legs should be shoulder width apart with knees slightly bent. Again, rock forward and backward and side to side to find your center. Standing meditation reminds us to take our meditation practice out into the world, waiting in line at the store, being stuck in traffic, going through TSA security at the airport. Over time, meditation becomes a practice for the body and mind that can be recalled when needed most in situations that may be merely annoying, perhaps frustrating, or even stressful. We will begin at the sound of the bell. Please put your hands together in Gasho and bow. Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts, Namo Amidabuts. Return to your seat or cushion. Sitting in this way, we might wonder what 
purpose we are achieving. Actually, there is no specific purpose. I think it's really to make us aware of what sitting is, what breathing is, standing is. What are these simple activities that we do most of the time without thinking about them at all? We'll begin our second sitting at the bell. Please put your hands together in Gasho. Bow. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namandabutsu. 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 We will begin uh, sutra chanting. 
Sutra chanting is actually a portion of a sutra that we will chant. Uh, most sutras are far too long to be able to chant in one sitting. So for us, uh, we're usually chanting a verse out of a longer narrative or prose. And that's why uh, each line consists of perhaps four or five or seven characters. When we chant, we read from left to right, just like in English, and we move down the first column, and then we move to the second column, and so on. Open circles uh, represent bells uh, for the chant leader to ring. So we always begin a sutra chant with two bells. Whenever we change a section, we use one bell to kind of signal that we're changing uh, from one section to another. And then when you end a sutra chant, you always end with three bells. Each syllable here is written in Romanized characters, English characters, and each syllable here represents a kanji, a Chinese character, and it's written phonetically. It's the sound of the character. The vowels have the same pronunciation independent of location or their neighbor, so this is different from English. And the vowel sounds, uh, I've been told, resemble those in Spanish. So we have A, E, I, O, and U, and they're pronounced A, E, E, O, and U. And then uh, you'll see uh, italicized lines. Uh, those are leader lines that I chant alone. And you will also see underlines under some of the characters. And that means that rather than each character getting a single beat, an underlying character will get a beat and a half. And to kind of make up that little extra time, the next character in line will only get a half beat. And what you do is you don't really concern yourself too much about the meaning of what's being chanted. This isn't flashcards. We're not trying to learn something. This is a ritual. And so we chant together as a feeling of oneness. Don't worry too much about how you're doing. Be aware and mindful of each character. Uh, this is a form of meditation. Uh, rather than silent meditation, we're meditating through sound. So, you know, you see the character, you say it, you forget about it, you move on, and you say the next character. And over time, it becomes effortless, and you'll begin to memorize it uh, without realizing it. We will now chant Ju Gay. Thank you. 
Please put your hands together in Gasho and bow. Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts.
Hi everyone, this is Mutsumi Wandra, the Orange County Buddhist Church, Southern California. I hope you're doing well and safe and healthy. Today,、um, I heard a story about Maui, Maui Island in Hawaii. They have a big fire going on, and I feel very worried about those people living there, and we have a temple there too. So, hopefully, they are all evacuated. They are staying safe. So, today, I want to talk about one of the very famous Asian Buddhist women. Her name is Chiyono Sasaki. Chiyono Sasaki was born in Kona, Hawaii. And particularly, she was born in Kaua, Kau, in Hawaii Island in 1897. She worked on the Kona coffee farm in all her life, raising 10 children.、Uh, in order to attain some resolution of her problem, she turned into other religions. In a way, she was very spiritually suffered a lot. So she finally found a Shin Buddhist temple in her island. So she started going to That temple located in Keala Kekua to hear Reverend Shuum Matsuura's Dharma message many years ago. Month in month, she attended the Sunday service in Desperate Street. Once afternoon, when Chion returned home from the temple, her husband Kumataro, who had just returned from laboring in coffee field, Scolded her, shouting, You are always going to the temple. What's that for? Chiono replied, To listen. After listening, what did you learn? The husband yelled at her. Chiono couldn't answer, and finally she said, Well, nothing. Kumataros then said, What a fool you are, hearing. Those words, something flashed across Chiono's inner being. And she thought, Ah,、oh, today I finally am able to truly listen. Yes, I'm able to accept and embrace my foolish self. This awakening to one's true nature as not enlightened. By Chiono was made possible by the working of true compassion that completely enforced and affirmed her. Kumataro's critical words hit her, and she realized that she had already encountered the Buddha Dharma and no need to search for it by herself. To express her thought and feeling, she wrote the following poem. When told that I was foolish, truly foolish, I was by calling a primal vow that led to my fall. Rejoicing, I say, Namo Amidabutsu, Namo Amidabutsu. When I feel after being told to fall, I found myself on a lotus petal. I am ashamed by myself. I am sorry. Tears of joy. Come streaming down. 
the original poem was written in hiragana in her notebook many years ago. In 2013, I was studying at Ryukoku University Graduate School. I had a chance to visit Hawaii Betsuim Temple, where I met Reverend Muneto, who showed me Chiono's original notebook. It was old and fragile. I slowly opened it and saw Chiono's handwriting of hiragana by pencil. I was so moved. I felt like Chiono was telling me to put your ego aside and just appreciate Amida Buddha's deep compassion to accept you as you are. DT Suzuki introduced Chiono Sasaki in his book, a title Mysticism, Christian and Buddhism in 1957. DT Suzuki praised her heart. And of wondrous Nembutsu devotee. In BCA Center of Buddhist Education Zoom seminar I did about women in Shin Buddhist members, I talked about Jiono Sasaki. So if you're interested, you can Google and YouTube watch the BCA Center of Buddhist Education Shin Buddhist Women series. So today, I talked about Chiano's awakening, and she tried to get something to learn every time she went to the temple, but she realized that she doesn't have to look for it because Amida Buddha's Dharma has already embraced her, and then just in front of her, all she should have done is just calm her down. Threw away her egoistic mind and then just to listen to a Dharma message. I think it's very, very interesting and very, very meaningful message from her to all of us. Thank you very much for listening to my Dharma message and please join me putting your hands together and calling the Buddha's name Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts. Today's program was presented and produced by the Buddhist Education Center of Orange County Buddhist Church. This podcast is copyrighted 2023 by the Orange County Buddhist Church, Anaheim, California. All rights reserved.